All right. So it's time to it's time to go for a drive. And if you're the kind of person that prefers driving than the destination, this is the podcast for you. And if you're the kind of person who brings someone by the arm to come and see the good parking job you did, well, this is the podcast for you. I'm Sam. And I'm Nick. This is Just, Just Going, Going for, for a Drive. drive. Hey, uh, speaking of parking. Oh, yeah. I saw a, uh, a lovely pair of old ladies the other day getting out of a nice old Volvo estate. Oh, yes. Station, Station wagons. wagons. Yep, yep. See episode one, season two. See episode one. Great episode. Um, yeah, they, they got out of this uh, Volvo, Volvo estate and um, they did what you used to have to do before all these cameras existed in cars. They parked and they got out to check that they were in the lines. They were not in the lines and they walked away. <laughs> Thumbs up Thumbs all around. Thumbs up all <laughs> Or you could actually do what, uh, what I do, which is when you pull up, you open the door. You look yep. at the line. Good job. Good Slam job. the door. Turn car off. Yeah, because you know the away. line. You know the lines. And if, if one line is right, the other one has to be right. Unless well, yeah. it's drawn by Mr. Squiggle. It's just geometry. <laughs> it's simple <laughs> geometry, bro. I actually, I, I almost... Uh, Nick's described his parking technique on this podcast before, which is where he parks very far away and then parks slightly over the very last car park. To give lots and lots of room. Oh yeah, yeah. Always at the very last car park. I park in a in a car park at work. It's multi-story, and there's the you know there's the zebra crossing car park just in front of the lifts. So you Ooh, can't park it. No, no parking there. That's where people walk, man. But I anyway. like those spots. <laughs> One wheel on that line. Anyway, I almost sent you a photo of someone in a very <laughs> nice, very new uh, Volkswagen Golf R. Ooh, quad tailpipes the whole bit. Yeah, I love but that. But. More than 50% of their driver's side wheel was over into the do not park here zone. They were yeah. clearly... I thought, oh, Nick's got himself a new little city runabout. <laughs> no, I, I, I admire that. Of course, you run the risk of um, people walking past with bags, but, you know, yeah, there's, that's, always, there's yeah. always a... <laughs> that's what gave me pause. I was like, oh, that could be Nick. No, Nick would never park that near to anything. No way. I, <laughs> I parked today um, walking into work. Uh, walking into work I parked and then walked into work yes. but I, I park a long way away from work because it's um, <laughs> it's free parking and also no one's going to ding me folks he parks on a very very nice wide street a very nice wide street with lots of lots of beautiful trees in a very exclusive area <laughs> <laughs> far it's away far away from the riffraff and people knocking my doors you know how you but circle car parks to look for the closest park not to me. the place that you're going <laughs> no this is the opposite why don't you just park at home I basically could. <laughs> anyway, I, I pulled into the street that I normally park on and they were doing uh, roadworks on it. <gasps> yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so I, I, I parked for a moment because the roadworks weren't covering the full street. They were just covering one far end of it. But it was too much of a risk. What if someone had some gravel on their wheels and they drove past? So I went to another street. You were picturing flinged up rocks all the way to work, weren't you? I, I, I actually was. So I, I parked in another street. <laughs> was the street closer or further away? It was one street closer. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah. But, it, but a narrower street. So it was, it was a compromise. <laughs> I was worried all day. Hey, look, let's plunge into topic one today. We have picked the topic of top speed. Top speed. Danger. What's the fastest you've ever driven in a car? Write in and don't tell us the location because it 
could be illegal. Me? 110 k's an hour, officer. Me too. Me Always too. safety first. Yeah. No, the the, um, the fastest I've ever driven on the road was, and this was fine because it wasn't in Australia, it was in the in the French autobahns. The ve- the vehicle may surprise you. The speed demon known as the Renault Clio. Oh. Renault Clio. It was uh, Renault Clio when I was driving 180 kilometers an hour. And let Folks, me tell the you, Renault Clio is a small French hatchback, two door. Yes, Holy two door. Shit, two door <laughs> French hatchback. And in France, I mean, I couldn't have been more French unless I had been drinking a black coffee and then eating a baguette covered in camembert. You know, I feel like Princess Leia right now. I'm looking <laughs> at you, going, "You are brave. You flew in that. <laughs> you went top speed in that thing." Yeah, the, uh, the baguette was structural. How was it going? A hundred and eighty. Honestly, it was it was it was kind of fine because everyone else was driving that speed. Okay, because it was yeah, it was not, and let's point out I was in the right hand lane, which is the slow lane, and I'm going 180. There were other cars going past me like I was barely moving. Yeah, yeah, but they were not Renault Clios. <laughs> no, like, Renault Clios couldn't go much further. Faster than that. I think the top speed of a Renault Clio is maybe about 220. That's a stated claim, so probably real world 200. Go with that. And I was, yeah, close to that, so 180. But let me tell you, false economy. Why? Because it's when you're driving a Renault Clio at 180 kilometers an hour, it's a thirsty car all of a sudden. (laughs) Like the Renault Clio is a very economical city runabout. But at 180, all of a sudden, that small petrol tank drains fast. So you're constantly stopping to fill up with fuel. So, I, you know, I would have reached my destination much quicker if I had just driven 100. <laughs> <laughs> so it was 100. You were going fast on the road, but then the time it takes constantly to find stopping. the servo, pull over, fill up. Yes, of course. And the service stations that you're filling up on while you're on the uh, freeway in France are really expensive because they have the the idea is that if you have to fill up at a services and you're on the freeway you need this fuel <laughs> so they charge much more than what they do you're not looking for bargains town. no you're not no. looking for bargains you're just looking to fill up and go there was i remember there was one <laughs> you're looking to not be stranded yeah <laughs> there was one services um <laughs> driving along it was called the air de lesbian and I just, I, I I didn't even need fuel. I just had to stop. Yeah. <laughs> Have a little photo taken with the sign. <laughs> yeah, a little photo taken with the sign. A couple of lovely ladies behind the counter. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Claire and Stephanie arguing with each other. It, between oh, swabbing I, windshields. I want to sell him the baguette. <laughs> they were eating this baguette at the same time. It was weird. France is a beautiful place. Oh, it's a beautiful place. Yeah, strange. Not the, not the freeways so much, but um, yeah. No, the, the, uh, the, the Renault Clio kind of drinking its tank sort of dry and expensive ways reminds me of another top speed car, which is, of oh, course, yeah. the Bugatti Veyron. Ah, the um, legendary Veyron. Which is, a, we've talked about it before on the podcast. It's even been a feature car. Uh, yeah. And one of the favourite kind of facts that I didn't kind of get into. And, and for those playing at home, the Bugatti Veyron is a, I guess it's called a hypercar. It's a sports car. Um, we've seen one in real life. There's one that exists in Adelaide. Yeah. We've both... Touched it. Yeah, we, we make a little pilgrimage up to the Birdswood Motor Museum and put a fingerprint on it. But one of the nice facts about the Bugatti Veyron is that it's at its top speed of 
407 kilometers an hour. It's specially Rapid. designed tires, mm. yeah. It's specially designed tires uh, disintegrate after 15 minutes. They but just it doesn't matter. Because its tank is empty after 12 minutes. It's quite clever design. Yeah, yeah. it's an absolute... Yeah, like I was saying. But a, a much more extreme false economy. It's like, wow, this goes 400 kilometers an hour. But you can never drive for an hour. So you'd never get 400 no. kilometers because you have to stop and fill up. You, you never need to get 100 kilometers down a single straight road in 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Made it just in time. And my tires ooh, are still good. <laughs> just for the drive back. Just for the, oh, I better get another set flown in from France. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very lucky that I will never be able to afford the Veyron because I am always running late. <laughs> I'd be like, maybe I'll just give it a little bit of beans just for this last bit because I don't want to be late for it. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Tank's empty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just pull in here and fill up my 120-litre tank with premium fuel. Oh, again? <laughs> oh, the tyres need changing because I have been driving at 400 k's now. The tyres are 25,000 pounds a set. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because I guess they are made specially for the Veyron. For that one car. Yeah. Yeah. And people who buy Veyrons can afford £20,000. Yeah, they don't operate in money. I want that. No, you're off the money spectrum. You don't. You, yeah. You now don't. I've got it. I'm beyond cash. Yeah, you're beyond cash. Oh, I think that's going to be my rap name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no chains. No chains. <laughs> no change. <laughs> More like. Yeah, I, let me see. What's the fastest I've. I'm, what's the fastest I'm comfortable admitting that I've uh, driven? Um, probably back when I was uh, I had a, when I had the Honda Civic, driving around sort of the countryside, and I thought I'd sort of, you know, I had a long piece of straight road. I knew it was straight because I'd driven out to some uh, some party where I was providing a, a a bit of a party service. Look, folks, and you had to you had to drive it twice because you have to check for speed cameras and then drive and it then properly yeah. yeah no folks I, I didn't used to be a stripper uh what i did used to do was i had these sumo suits so i would get these kind of big padded foam suits in a mat and i would pack them all in the back of a 1984 honda civic and they fit you'd have to strip off to put them on right um <laughs> uh, <laughs> depends what kind of party it was and uh, yeah so i drove out to uh, somewhere in the country and did the party and on the way... And usually I'm in a bit of a mood when I sort of turn around about having to kind of wrestle drunk people in and out of these sumo suits. So on the way home, I remember that straight bit of road and I was like, I'm going to see how fast this thing goes. And I gave it a stomp and I didn't I didn't really get too much over the speed limit before it, it was too much. I'm not a speed demon. Yeah. I discovered something about myself that day and that is... Ladies and gentlemen, speed is terrifying and horrible, and I don't do it. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I agree. Stay safe, people. Drive mm. the speed limit. Because, yeah. yeah, I found the same thing. Even driving fast through the hills, as we've, we've got some hills mm. here, and we've mentioned them many times on the pod. Yeah. And there are, there are certain stretches where the speed limit is 80, which is fine. 80 kilometers an hour mm. is fine for most roads, but then you go around 45 maybe 90 degree bends and all of a sudden 80 is ridiculous and when you're driving quickly even on a straight road it's not it's not a pleasurable experience no. it's very much like you got to your eyeballs are on stalks you really got <laughs> absolute 100% focused whereas if you're driving the speed limit then you can get back to checking your hair in the mirror and checking your phone and <laughs> <laughs> 
seeing what the kids are up to in the back and finding Tarquin, that. stop it. Get on your own side. Oh, there's a chip under here. No, I, um, when I first got the, my, my Nissan Skyline, it's, it's, it's made for these kinds of journeys. It's a, little, it's a little GT sort of runabout. It's quite powerful. It's quite light. You sit in the middle and you... you Big you, boot. You, yeah. you zip around the, the corners and stuff. And I used to, yeah, drive it at nine-tenths, ten-tenths. And I sort of stopped doing it quite quickly because I liked going for a drive, but I came home exhausted. Yeah. I was focused and I was draining. gripping the wheel and I was rowing the gears and just focused the entire time and I'd have little bits where, oh, maybe that corner was a bit tight. And yeah. I just, yeah, I, I kind of stopped liking it so much. I, I sort of let yeah. off a bit. Yeah. Yeah. You do tend to just, you, you back off and, yeah, I had a similar experience when I first started driving the mechanics. I was like, oh, now I can I can go at speeds I used to only dream about in the Corolla, but yeah, it's it's hard work. But those dreams were nightmares. Yeah, it's mm. it's, it's yeah, it's hard work. And I've, I I think I've only ever the great thing. I'm just a little plug for Porsche. Here, sure. The great thing is that they don't have the the driver aids kick in anywhere near as early as other cars. Like I've only ever felt them once sort of take control. Like nope, you're going to have to nope. This wheel has to slow down, and this one has to speed up. And you really feel it take control when you go a bit too fast. Talk us through a driver aid, just through the just for the people who aren't there, <laughs> sliding driver aid. tail well, sliding like, McCann around um, Adelaide Hills. Well, it's a it's a four wheel drive, and the the it's a torque vectoring four wheel drive, which means that the 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 amount of power going to each of the four wheels varies depending on how you drive it. But most of the time, it's pretty even. It's eighty percent goes to the rear wheels. Twenty percent goes to the front wheels. That's how the power is kind of distributed. When you, t- if you take off quickly, it's kind of a fifty-fifty. It and it does all this automatically. You don't even need to think about mm. it. But when, if you're going around particular corners too fast, it'll. Some wheels will slow down for you, and other wheels like you. You can. It's really hard to explain. But when you're going around, this was I was going around to the right, and I felt that the inside wheels pulled up on me like unnaturally so like uh. they, they like it braked on one side and the other side sort of pushed through pushed me around the corner the right hand wheels had more power and pushed me around the corner yeah and um yeah i didn't like that feeling it's unusual <laughs> yeah i had a high car do this to me i was sort of i, I sort of picked up in the evening and then i sort of drove for a couple of hours to north to wherever i was going i think i was Landed in Brisbane. I was driving to Toowoomba, mm. and it was a sort of it was a it was a nice nice car, very comfortable. And <laughs> actually, I got in, and I, folks, like let's be honest, anything that's made after about the year two thousand, I am flabbergasted by the technology, the comfort. Where's the CD player? There's air conditioning, and did you know that there's like that the, the, there's buttons that just kind of like can change the stereo for you and stuff. Ambient lighting. So I'm there driving along the, the a freeway and. I kind of I went to just kind of move sideways to see if I could see around someone, and suddenly I had that like a, a rattle, and I grabbed the wheel yeah, yeah. and I was gripping it. And I was suddenly I was alert; all senses were buzzing, and I realised it was a, a lane, lane drift, yeah, lane, lane drift assist yeah. thing. It wasn't shoving me over, but it was giving me a bit of a, a wake up call to make sure yeah. I wasn't asleep. I, I wasn't turn, asleep. I always turn those off. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know how. Yeah. <laughs> Some cars you can't, I don't think. I think that's a, yeah. And we're talking top speed, so we won't get into the debate of like, do driver aids make for worse drivers? Do driver aids make for worse 
drivers. Write in and let us know. We at, think yes. <laughs> at just going for a drive on Instagram or just going for a drive at gmail.com. Look, the reason I got onto uh, let's talk about top speeds today because oh, yes. uh, my son sent me a little post um, on Instagram where the, uh, the Bugatti Veyron claims to have the fastest car in the world, the top speed. Mm. And I think, they, uh, I think it's something like 490 kilometers an hour. It's so it's so. They do it on these fast. special closed roads, and Volkswagen, who owns Bugatti, has their own big long straight road in Germany somewhere. It's called Aerolessine, mm. and it's I think it's thirteen kilometers long on this one sort of straight, and that's where they do it. And they don't let they don't really let other people come along. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> can't play with my toys. Uh, there's another smaller Swedish manufacturer that mm. has thrown down the gauntlet. This is this is the uh, the journalist's words, not mine. Um, called the, the manufacturer is called Koenigsegg. They make, again, they make two-door hypercars, incredibly powerful and high-tech and all that kind of and thing. And also beautiful. I think they look really think? nice. Yeah, I think they're good, like a very minimalist styling. I think the interiors are, look amazing as well. They, know, they haven't skimped on things. And I feel oh. like, yeah, Bugatti is in that vein also. Like the inter- I feel like the Koenigseggs are too heavy-handed. Oh, really? Yeah, I, okay. I feel like there's sort of too many sort of chunky, um, yeah, sort of chunky flat panel things. I suppose that's the minimalist the, design. That and you, also you the, like. the, uh, the Swedish philosophy. Everything's flat pack. Yeah, it's, it's weird how to have to assemble a car yourself with an Allen key, but amazingly, they work. This is, this is $5 million. I really need to put it together myself. <laughs> <laughs> so the Allen key is the finest titanium. And... Um, and a little side note, uh, Christian von Koenigsegg, the man who designs and makes the cars mm. and puts his own name on them, is, uh, is very smooth himself. He's, very, he's, he's bald. I think that's why he's sort of going for these top speeds. Anyway, he has issued a challenge to Bugatti going, look, you guys, uh, you only did this top speed run in, bo- in one direction. And as oh, we that know, count. as everybody knows, you have to do it in both. Do- in, you have to go one way and then you have to turn around. You get like a certain amount of time. An hour or 20 minutes yeah, or something. Yeah, you have to do it within a time period, yeah. going both ways. So going both ways. So, that you, you, so you can't have wind assistance, yeah. I guess. And they take the average. Yeah. Yeah, they don't go yeah, with the yeah. fastest one. They go, well, what's the, you know, what's yeah. the average speed? And his, his contention is that the Bugatti they use, the Bugatti Chiron, mm. the, uh, the next uh, ver- uh, version on from the Veyron, he said that it wasn't a road-going car. They'd done tweaks to it. Mm. Put a little bit of you know a bit of tape over the gaps in the fenders, and they probably didn't have double glazing on that model. No, which they, they do. Where they do have on the production models is they are double glazed. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. So you don't get the the roar of the engines. It's <laughs> like a, it's, it's it's very civilized inside. God farting in your ear at all yeah. times. But no, he says he's going to um, get his latest car. It's called the uh, the Jesco or the Yesco. Thoughts. Well, if it's Swedish, it should be Yesco. You, the Yesco Absolute. Yeah. And he says that's going to go faster than your shitty French two-door. Yeah. Yeah. Not the Clio, ladies and gentlemen. We're still talking about the Bugatti. Um, now, this Veyron that you speak of, hmm. faster than a Clio? Well, it depends <laughs> on whether it's moving or not. I can test that if you drop a Veyron and a Clio in a vacuum, yes. they would fall at the same speed. There would be significant different cost afterwards, and there you have oh, the that, yeah, there yeah. you have the false economy. <laughs> yeah, wow. yes, the Clio did move at the same speed as the Veyron. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
the Veyron owner is now very upset with us. Very, very upset. The Clio owner hasn't noticed. <laughs> the um, what's the fastest you've ever driven? Driven ever? Oh well, a great question. Mm. I'm glad you ask. I've got uh, a note here to ask you. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a love heart next to it. I think you drove that. Shut your ears, mum. Uh, the fastest I've ever driven was 280 kilometers an hour. So take the Renault Clio. <laughs> Spit take. Take the Renault Clio and add a cheeky 100 to it. However. Like it's being pushed by another Renault Clio. <laughs> However, this wasn't on the road. This was on the world famous Nuremberg. Nuremberg. You can say Nuremberg. Yeah, I'll yeah. say Nuremberg. Nuremberg. The Norschlaf. Nuremberg. Um, and this was, in a, this was in a Porsche GT3. So, again, like the, like the Clio, I was nowhere near top speed, but it felt fast enough. And, um, yeah, 280 kilometres an hour and... Is that, did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. Because it, it, when you're on a racetrack, you don't have the jeopardy that you have on public roads. It's not like, oh, is 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 someone going to all of a sudden come out of a side street or even on the freeway, is someone going to sort of cut across and not see me? It's like you're on a racetrack, there's no one coming the opposite direction. Crikey, here comes a kangaroo. Yeah, yeah there's no... I mean, there, there's animals that occasionally cross the track, but no, nothing as fast as a kangaroo. Um... <laughs> And the, yeah, there's there's no there's no one not expecting you to be going that fast, is what I'm saying. There's no pedestrians yeah. going to be leaping out onto the track, and if they are, it's kind of their own fault. Yeah, um, and they probably wouldn't even notice. That I mean, they'd get more warning than most people get when when the end comes. <laughs> mind mind that Porsche, what Porsche? Boom. Um, oh, heavens, nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, that spoiler was sharp. Mm. Um, yeah, and it, yeah, it, it was it was a fun experience, but but again, like, there's no way you could possibly do that on the road, and it would be t- far too stressful. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my that was my experience in the little Honda Civic. Because yeah. close your ears, mum. <laughs> I'm driving home in the country at night. Yes, I had my Honda Civic high beams on, <laughs> but. It, yeah, it, it, I was constantly reminded that I ooh, might be about to die, and um, that was that was the end of it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the. I mean, you know, I was, you know, incredibly fortunate to be driving a GT three, but those the those sort of cars like your your Skyline, mm. they're made for that speed, so it doesn't feel it doesn't like it doesn't feel like you're pushing the limits it doesn't feel like the car's going to fall apart yeah. or like doesn't like the doors aren't rattling and the steering wheel isn't shaking in your hand like a captiva would at park <laughs> at uh, park yeah yeah that's, yeah, that's usually the owner's fault. That's the owner's shaking it. Yeah. Yeah, the cars are the cars are made for that I mean a lot of energy and R&D and German know-how has gone into making that car, which is why they sell, they have to sell so many McCanns and Cayennes to pay for those sort of toys, To pay for that, ni- that nice feeling on the yeah. guy who does have the GT3. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah but fun. Um, but fun. Mm. Yeah. And uh, like, I, like I said, driving that speed on the road is not no. fun. But on a racetrack, oh, yes, it's fun. But, I mean, who can afford it? No, yeah, it, it's a it's it's a rich person's rich yeah. person's game. as a day out, as a jaunt, sure, as a yeah. treat, but yeah. like to do it regularly. That that is always a bit, a little bit of a uh, you know down the bucket list, but on the it's on there somewhere. Like get a real fast car and give it a 
Give it the beans. Give it the beans somewhere safe. I mean, treat it like a hire car. Yeah, <laughs> get a real fast car that I don't have to pay for if it breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah brackets because I've, I've got one. Yeah, you and do. I drive it. And I drive it like my hair's on fire the entire time. The noise, the speed, the power, but it's actually not very fast in itself. It doesn't move away from traffic without having a, having to do a terrific amount of noise. <laughs> yeah, but it feels fast. It does feel fast because yeah, yeah. I'm lower than everything. And that's kind of that's that's the great thing about the the cheaper cars, the yeah. hot hatches and whatnot. Like you don't need to be going fast to feel like you're going fast. Like yeah. Be, oh, really? We gotta really keep it on the edge here. Yeah. Death isn't on the on the cards. No. For it, in terms of the amount of fun you can have. Hey, but speaking of death on the cards, and before we move away from uh, top speeds, I want to bring oh. you a tale of a little known uh, American car maker called Twatara. Oh, well, you and know my feelings on them, eh? American manufacturers. I do. I'll be, I'll, I'll be brief and gentle. This, um, this happened a couple of, couple of years ago. This manufacturer made what they claimed was the, the Twatara SSC. They claimed it was the fastest car in the world and it was definitely going to be. It's, this is an amazing-looking thing. Yeah, it, it's, okay. Um, if, if you've, I, I don't really know if you've must seen Google it. this thing. I, don't, I know. I've got no idea what it's it looks like. It's sort of like, like a, it's, I, I'm always struggling for kind of a descriptive... Uh, you know, images for cars. I always come up with, it looks like a spaceship. I'm going to go with, it looks like a series of, of Japanese brush strokes done at speed and, and backwards. They're, it's uh, You're right, yep. Yeah, it's, it's very, it's confusing to look at. It's definitely a car, but there's a lot of aero going on so all over the whole thing. It's like someone trying to do calligraphy out of... The, the window of a moving car exactly onto yeah. a paper that is moving in the opposite direction on the side of a bus and it has a massive uh, like a 7 liter like multi turbocharged engine and the the claim was that it was going to top 500 kilometers an hour insane they brought it to uh, a, a long straight piece of road i think in nevada in america sure they got plenty of space and they closed the road off cuz yeah, it was a public road Wow. As well, they don't have racetracks, but they closed the road off. It's a you know some sort of thirty or forty k's long, and pretty flat. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Which yeah. is as much as you can sort of hope for. This wasn't German made, and they did the attempt, had cameras all over it, and following it along, and then they posted it on on YouTube and went, "We did it, boys. We got the Twitara SC over five hundred k's an hour. Here's the V box, the little the um." Uh, you know the satellite tracking thing. We we topped oh, it. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Not only that, did they top it, they got to five hundred and seventeen k's an hour. Claimed. And then mm-hmm. chapter two, the internet happened. The in-car <laughs> video that they posted of 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 the uh, of the attempt sort of showed uh, them driving along this, this public road that is accessible and the going past all of the uh, the, the lamp posts. Yeah, you know, okay, posts yep. on the side of the road, and um, which are no doubt still there, so easy still enough to there. check the distance between to check. them. Yeah, and pretty much from there, it was Year Nine maths. Some clever person on the internet measured them and timed the distance between each one, and went, "No, nah. actually, they were probably, you know, <laughs> scare quotes only going at some sort of four hundred and fifty ish around around that." Still a. a and then a mental speed yeah. to be going, and and everyone and they're, they're um that's over now. They haven't made another attempt. Uh, wow. Yeah, their their name is mud because they tried to shine one on yeah. over over those year, those year nine sh- math nerds on the internet. Did they try and shine one on, or was their speed just as um 
you know, well put together as most American things. And it was, they thought they went that fast, but they didn't. Oh, my, oh, kilometers. Oh, oh, they didn't convert. We were measuring in miles and we timesed it by 1.9 uh, instead of 1.6. Silly ass. Anyway, yeah, by anyway. our car. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, their name was Mud. That was it. The internet happened and that was in the great days of the when an internet pylon could literally end a career. Yeah. Twatara. Wow. Still they, a cool They got cancelled. They got internet cancelled. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Cancel culture. So, um... Hey, let's uh, let's link into the next subject with this cheeky. I don't know if this is. I feel like this is a fact. I feel like I've heard this somewhere. Yeah, but have you noticed how when you're listening to great music or uh, music that you enjoy listening to, yeah, you drive a bit faster than you would otherwise. I. I have done that, and I would I would like to add something to that. I have a manual car, and it's when I'm listening to the funky music that I like to listen to. I um, I like to change my gears in time with the music. I don't listen to great music. Oh, that great kadonkadonk song. Yeah, yeah. Kadonkadonkadonk. That'll be $900, Sam. No, we're talking, I think our next topic is... Music. Music in cars. Do you know what? I think Madonna put it best when she said music. <laughs> wasn't that's that, our, that's wasn't our that, next topic. Wasn't that Daft Punk? Ah, it's, they, they, most songs are about music or love. Love of music. Yeah, and most songs can be played in a car. That's, hey, let's <laughs> that's kick it off. True. What's your favourite song to play in a car? Oh, that is such a difficult question. I haven't given you enough time. Well, Think about it. I, 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 can, I can list songs that I like immediately. Um, I... I I love listening to uh, Macklemore Downtown. Um, yes. I love the Hilltop Hoods. Uh, yes. Uh, the Art of the Handshake or Cosby Sweater. I really Ooh. enjoy them. Um, but yeah, it depends on the mood and and the road, I guess, and the time. I find I often listen to loud music late at night, whereas during the day I tend to be more words, podcasts, news, that sort of thing. A bit more circumspect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You. I am... I, ever since I've gotten cars, I've always spent money on getting better and better speakers. When I say better, I mean louder, bigger, bigger. Yeah, um, because that was always that was just always what I thought cool cars were and had was really cool loud music. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. Sort of the pinnacle of it. The, the Skyline is the first car I've had that has actually got one of those big subwoofers in in the boot. Wow, and the dream! It, it it really is the dream. Yeah. Finally, like I've had cars with pretty good stereos before. Yeah, but they just they don't they don't kick me in the back. Yeah, I want something where the where not only my rear vision mirror is vibrating, but the actual air in my lungs is I can feel it. It's like along good with the feeling. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Most, and I had that today. I drove to the gym. It was school time, and I was like, "Right, time you. to show these kids." All pumped up. Well, I was when I, <laughs> after I got there, but uh, yeah, time to show these these school drop off kids what uh, what the meaning of hip hop is. And yeah. I, I think probably my favorite sort of uh, car test song is "Yep, Run the Jewels" is good, but Warren G. Regulators. Oh really? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. Sam and I are of an age, and we listen <laughs> to music from our era, but the nineties, the nineties, the nineties, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Do you find that most of the time you when you're listening to songs, it's it's from your era? Like, oh, I love this song. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's the thing though. Like, whatever, 
music or cars, we've said this yeah, before, yeah. are around and cool when you are kind of developing your certain cerebral cortexes or your, your pathways your, have been your developed. lumps and your bits in your noggin. Yeah. That cements in your noggin these, lumps. Yeah. This is the this is the best music ever made. That was this was the first car that I ever thought was cool when I was falling in love. This was the first music I ever really listened to by myself that I got to choose. Yeah. That's the best music ever. Well, unless you weren't born in the nineties, in which case you're wrong, and that wrong, and you're grew an up idiot, in the nineties, you're, you're, you're a fool. You're a, you're a damper. Yeah. Do kids even listen to music anymore? <sighs> I remember hearing kids that. have little the little headphones, a little kind of um, oh, what are they called? The bloody Apple earpods, ear earpod plug, earbuds, earbuds. Yeah, yeah. You never hear it anymore. You never hear like that's kids doing. Manies, and you never you never hear people pumping the music at the car. I mean, maybe I don't because yeah. when every time it's I'm you. always I'm yeah, always yeah. the one pumping it, drowning out others. But walk, walking along the street, the manies. Talk yeah. us through what a manies. Well, like I, what's a, what's a manies? <laughs> what, what's a manie? For, for those who aren't far familiar, out, kids yeah. wouldn't know what a manie. The Ford manie is that the a manie? The manie would be when you drive up and down the main street of whatever town you're from, and you've got the windows down. It's usually young lads, sometimes young lasses. Or sometimes you, old ladies. Sometimes old ladies. I'll yes. tell you about this. Yeah. Um, I recently saw, and we're, we're talking about how you never see this anymore, and this exception proves the rule. Mm. There was a. So you're driving up and down the street, you're pumping the you're music. You're driving up and down the street. You're Not just for music, you, but for everyone. For everyone. It's a really, it's a really um, what's the word? Philanthropic sort of thing to do. You, you do, you're doing it for yourself, yeah. you're doing it for other people. And the, yeah, this uh, I saw this lovely old lady driving an old Holden Commodore, and she was had the all four windows down. She was the only person in the car. All four windows were down, and the music was cranking. It was so loud, but it wasn't. It wasn't. She must have had a a custom system in the car because the music wasn't inaudible. It wasn't just that. It was crisp. It was crystal. You could hear the music coming through and the words you could hear the words of the song and people walking down the street i was i was walking i was walking down the street i wasn't driving i was walking down the street and, and everyone to a man to a dog to a woman to a child turned and had a f- yeah a furrowed brow like <laughs> who's this coming down the street and then the faces lit up when they saw it was an old lady it wasn't like everyone turned around expecting to see a young kid with a baseball cap on backwards and no it <laughs> and was an overbite it was an old lady just enjoying her tunes from what her song era. was it do you remember oh i don't remember the song it probably it would have been from her era so i'm assuming something from the young bark perhaps <laughs> so <laughs> okay. I've never really had a handle on classical music. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, I don't remember the song, but I remember the joy in everyone's faces mm. when they just they saw this lady coming down the street, a smile on her face and on every face that she passed once they had turned around and realised what it was. And that's the thing that's missing. You don't see that anymore. Eh? See, I, I don't get those smiles. I am also the one who drives down the main street. I've got both windows down. The music is literally vibrating the air in my eardrums back and forth. I don't, I don't need hearing yeah, no yeah. more. Uh, but yeah, the, the frowns that d- get directed towards me stay frowns. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Unless it's sort of someone who's um, <laughs> yeah, wearing an, an, 
an open shirt and no vest and thongs, they tend to give me big thumbs up and the start dancing dancing oh, with the music. Good. Yeah. Oh, they might even wave their half drunken Woodstock at me. <laughs> so what about what about the younger generation? What about kids? You see kids on their bikes. Do they do they give you encouraging waves with the, the music? The kids or? on the bikes are, uh, like the car. No one is ever like, oh, cool music, yeah. man. They probably like Says the no snippets one. of music as you drive past. Because yeah. I remember hearing recently, and I, I hope this isn't true, but kids don't listen to music anymore because songs are too long. Like two yeah. minutes is far too long to listen to yeah, anything. Yeah, that's true. You need a 10-second snippet. If that the one that goes with the TikTok reel, and then you're done, and then you're done. It's got yeah. the it's got the slide, and then the drop, and then the beat, and then we're done. Good, and you can just walk away and listen mm. to the next. I don't have a long attention span. I can't listen to two minutes of song, but I can listen to ten hours of three I, second clips. I, I yeah. love uh, literally a million different songs. Literally, yeah. <laughs> I've done. Uh, I've, I've got a good memory of doing a mani in my first car, the Mazda three two three. Oh, great. Um, with the with the windows down and the system ups, as ah. as Eminem put it, but I was driving down uh, our main kind of uh, happening street is Rundle Street in Adelaide. Cool ah. cafes, funky bars, yeah, and pubs and yeah. stuff. This was when it was still like that. And I had uh, Sir Mixalot's "Baby Got Back" oh. cranking out of my brand new six by nine speakers in the back and i and a fantastic choice sir the people in the car where our ears were bleeding but we suffered for our art because every single person turned and pointed and laughed and waved yeah. and clapped we all knew the song oh that's such a great story yeah. fills me with so much joy and reminds me of another story top segue um yeah similar thing driving down the main street with a good mate of mine. This is the same mate that owned the Subaru Sherpa. Oh, C-Season 1. Yeah. And C-Season 1. And he was playing out of the Subaru Sherpa, like the uh, the Skyline. It's a two-door car. <laughs> and there the similarity ends. <laughs> Rear-wheel drive? No. Uh, but uh, the like I say, there the similarity ends. Two-wheel drive. <laughs> there we go. Now we're back the, on track. Uh, yeah. Both the windows down... And out of the speakers was blasting uh, a rendition of Happy Birthday oh, yeah. performed by Mr. Methane. Oh, so who's was, he? <laughs> he's an artist that performs purely through the medium of fart. Now, I've <laughs> actually seen, I've seen Mr. Methane live and this, this is for real. Yeah. He, he, he farts. He farts. There's he no just, trickery involved. Um, no. That's a good segue back into segment one, French... French cars. There was a French performer who used to just fart and was one of the most highly paid performers of all time from just farting. But people, anyway, people love farts. I digress. Um, we're driving down the main street with "Happy Birthday" performed in farts, <laughs> and to accompany it, my mate is pretending that he doesn't know how to drive a manual car, so the car is lurching to the tune of farts. <laughs> 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 And the same thing, people turning, what, and then laughs, and and the ultimate double, the point and laugh. Yeah. Oh, that, the triple, the nudge, point and laugh. That's an entire town with a story to go home and tell. Remember the time we saw that guy farting down the main street? Mummy, mummy, you will never, never believe what I heard and saw and almost smelled. <laughs> 
I, I think that they I think that there's going to be people growing up saying that they could smell it. Yeah, the image will be that strong because the the legend grows the and legend wafts. Because they would have just seen. Yeah, the, the windows aren't down so that you can enjoy the music. They're down because of the farts. <laughs> he does know how to drive. <laughs> they would have just seen two the heads of two young boys rocking back and forth, involuntary to the car, but also laughing. Ah, oh, great days. Beautiful. Yeah. Hey, when you're um. Say singing along to you've got you've got your rap music. Oh yeah, sing yeah, along yeah, to yeah. you'd know all the, know all the words to. Yes, yes. When you pull up to the lights, and this goes for people who don't only listen to hip hop music. Um, when you pull up to the lights and you're singing along to your favorite song, and the windows are down, yeah, yeah. and there are the cars at the lights. Do you stay looking straight ahead, look to either side, stop singing, yeah, yeah. or do you just kind of do the little quiet dooby 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 bits with your mouth? Just so you no, still I have to say, and like I mentioned earlier, I perf- tend to listen to loud music only late at night yep. when I'm driving, and I yeah, I just I just keep singing, but I look straight ahead. I don't, I some yeah, I will do a sideways glance to see what sort of reactions I'm getting yep. because people people tend to like look and then like ah, oh, you don't expect. That's that unexpected. You don't expect 90s hip-hop to be blasting <laughs> out of a brand new mechanic. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I do tend to, to keep singing because, um, yeah, I don't have any shame when it comes to that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, fine. And also, um, I find that when I'm... Sam and I perform comedy mm. and we perform comedy together. And I find singing to hip-hop that I know all the words to gets me in the mood and make sure that my vocal cords are mm, fucked right before the right before we perform. Just that nice huskiness that everyone really likes on yeah, stage. Yeah, that. I do the same thing. On the way there, I pick a select selection of tracks that I know all the words to. Some of the little lip mouth warming up exercises like I should have been doing before probably, probably yeah. this thing. And um, ins- instead of um, drinking warm tea with honey, we sound like we're Macy Gray on a bad day and she's got a cold and she's underwater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just drunk it. a nice pint of bitter <laughs> gurgle. Hey, look, before we bow out of uh, car music, mm. I just want to give a little shout out to a local Adelaide business, Ministry of Bass. Ooh. They, um, the, the subwoofer in the back of my car is a big one. I'm very proud of it, but it's removable, which is handy when I need to put the shopping trolley in the back, as I so regularly do. <laughs> oh, old man. But the, uh, the, 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 the wires that connect it to the stereo, I've repaired them. And because it, sh- it shuffles around in the back, it's basically like a big loose brick sitting in the back of my car. Right, yeah. And so it's pulled them and it disconnects them. And uh, Anyway, I took it back there over the holidays. And not only did they fix it, but they also rigged up some little um, stretchy straps to hold it in place. Good idea. Oh, man. Yeah. Ministry of Bass know what they're doing. But my ears are much worse for it. Just the... Oh, this is what happens when you actually strap the speaker down properly and have it really vibrate the fuck out of the entire car. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, that sounds perfect. Thank you. <laughs> I said that sounds perfect. Oh, my ears are bleeding. Yeah. Let's move on to Car of the Week. Car of the Week. What are we talking about? The Toyota Camry. Good choice. Oh, yeah. Man, Toyota Camry. This is a weird cool. choice, this one, because... Yeah, it's not a necessarily desirable car. We've gone but from we've, Corvette to Camry? 
We've both driven them and we know a lot about them. We don't desire them, but we like and respect them and it's time to talk about them. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's one of those things you know a lot about them, not on purpose. It's yeah. like if you live with someone who's really into football. Yeah, but you, you are just, not. You pick it up vicariously. Yeah, you sort of oh, get it. Uh, I hope this guy doesn't get a penalty. I hate this guy. Did your folks have a Camry? Did you have one? Yeah, my parents had a Camry. No. And so for that, <laughs> of course. Yeah, for, yeah. for that If reason, your parents didn't have a Camry, ring in. <laughs> yeah. Right in at every, just going for every, a drive. Everyone's had a Camry, surely, at some point. It's, it's like a Corolla, but bigger. And um, yeah, awesome. more powerful and more spacious. Mm. Are great for family drives. Oh, great yeah. for long trips. Um, you could really, you'd have to really reach to really hit your sister on the other side of the back seat. I've um, actually the, the last time I I rode in a Camry was I got an Uber that turned up. I put and I pressed a little luxury button. I spent the extra two dollars, oh, and you. a Camry turned up, and I was just. Blown away. I kept <laughs> Mel was sitting in the back as well, and I kept like reaching my entire arm over to be like, Look how big this is and how luxurious. I went on about it a bit. I sure. might have been a yeah. bit I bit three shoots to the wind by the time we called the called the cab. But they're just the modern versions of it are big luxury, yeah. almost land yacht kind of. Yeah, they are big I, mean, I I think you've had a similar experience to what uh we've all had at some point. We you take a hire car or you you you're in an Uber or whatever. Mm. And you're like, this car is great. It's so luxurious. But then... I did. I started picturing, like, maybe in a future life. Yeah, take that hat off and put on your actual buying hat. You think about it and you think, no, actually, I wouldn't buy this car. But it is nice. Because we've gone... uh, We've done a little tour over... Comedy tour over to Tasmania and hired a car. A Mitsubishi ASX, which is a small four-wheel drive. Small family four-wheel drive. Yeah, it was the up-to-date modern version. Man. Yeah, and I remember just like this is this is great. I could easily have this car. And then we did a similar trip, and I had a um, similar a, car. A Nissan yeah, version. A Nissan X Trail. That's and the one. same thing. Like I remember driving back from rehearsals or something, mm. and um, we were stuck in traffic, and it was like, eh, stuck in traffic. Whatever. This is fine. I'm in a lounge room. This yeah. is great. I might I might buy one of these cars. What is this kind of thing? This I feels come, nice. Come yeah. back. Come back to Adelaide, to the Nissan dealership I go. Oh, my! that, that X-Trail was great. I sit in it. No, not it's a same. great hire car, but it's not. When, when, when it comes to actually handing over your hard-earned. Yeah. yeah. Hire cars are sort of are like holiday girlfriends. <laughs> go on. You go... <laughs> nope. No, what I mean... And what I mean by that is you, you, you're in a different place. You know, you're in a different headspace. You jump in the car and actually this is all right. You know, suddenly everything's feeding into place. Your thongs go there. <laughs> this, is, this is great. Maybe the towel I... flops over there. You yeah, can call but... each other. Yeah, the keys are just right there. You can take it for a ride whenever you want because you're on holiday. But and then you get home. Responsibility sets in. Oh, God. And actually, th- this dashboard is entirely made of plastic. <laughs> and not car plastic either, like Tupperware plastic. This dashboard is, is enormous. I thought I liked enormous, turns out. Turns out. Uh, it's just a different shape that I tend to like. <laughs> yeah, the, the Camry. I owned, a, I owned a Camry. I bought it because we were moving to Queensland for a spell. And I... Bought a Camry station wagon. Let me see. It was a 1994 Camry station wagon. Any year is good. Any you year is it, good. You could say any year. Yeah. And Camry. it had done 200,000 Ks by that point. Just and run in. The, it had been run over. The motor was <laughs> shit. By the time I got wow. to Queensland, they uh, they looked in the, the, sort of the front end, as it were, and just went, fucking hell, this... 
this is garbage. You know, it, Why but, did you buy this car? Yeah, yeah, how did it even make it this far? But it made, made it this far, it did. It moved an entire house worth of stuff. And yeah. me and a house worth of stuff in what was essentially a lounge room. The car, the car was so comfortable. I still think about those big and you did this sort of trip seats. by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I I drove, filled the car up to the gills, yeah. and then Mel flew up. All yeah. oh, right, yeah, yeah. because right, I, I yeah. I suspect that you were like me and that dri- driving a long distance by yourself is not a chore. No. It's like this is fine, this is great. I'm happy to be by myself. I remember I um once drove to Sydney from Adelaide, which is not a short trip, and I had a this was in the, the, the legendary Corolla, so oh. not a Camry, but unfortunately we're, we're in the same family. A little, smaller, and more a, a little brother. Yeah, and uh, I had a a audio book, a novel by Stephen Fry, which was on CD because the Corolla uh, had a CD player. And I was just, a yep, CD player. Just one CD after the other, and I I remember. I remember getting to Sydney and being disappointed because I wasn't quite through the last CD. <laughs> Folks, like, he'd been flinging the 13 <laughs> CDs out the window as they were completed. That one's done. I'm not listening to that again. Chapter two. Whee! Stephen, you know I'm a big fan of Stephen Fry, but still, out the window you go. <laughs> Once I've read a book, I've read a book. Um, or listened to one. Hmm. But we're talking about Camrys. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember. It's a yeah. tough choice because they're, they're ubiquitous. They're everywhere. Everyone's had one or owned or, or owned one or yeah. seen one or known known one who's had one, but no one wants one. Yeah, you, Not you really. just have one. You just get one somehow. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Having said that, like, there's yeah, I, I see Camrys now, like the brand new ones. Oh I'm yeah, like, yep, they're, yep, nice. And they're big well, I too. I don't want one, but they're they're nice. Mm. And, yeah, huge and. Yeah, powerful, comfortable, uh, reliable. Powerful, everything com- you everything every- you think you want in a car. Yeah, they are. Yeah, abs- That's that describes it perfectly. It's a great car. It's got space. It's got everything you could ever ask of a car. It ticks every single box except for the very last one. Do I want it? It's the car that your very practical dad Has tells you to you. get. <laughs> get yeah. Buy this car, you idiot. <laughs> Why don't you want this one? Tell me why. Because the only reason why you don't want this car is because you're an idiot. You're an idiot. You want, you want something? Yeah. Did I raise an idiot? Apparently I did. Yeah. Humph, I'm going off to smoke a pipe and do the yeah. crossroad. Well, I mean, it's like I mentioned in a, on another episode of the pod. I was, you know, looking for a car to buy and sitting inside the Mazda 3. Oh, the, yeah. The top spec Mazda 3. It's got leather seats and everything. Ooh. And it's all... It's great. Yeah, stylish. Like... Very much like the camera. It's like, this is a perfect car. I'd have to be an idiot not to want this car. I don't want it. We're leaving. No, you should. <laughs> yeah. Is it there? Yeah, the, the, the negative space of, of that desire, of that X factor of what makes a, a car desirable. Yeah. You can't describe it because it's everything that a, pra- a, a good car is not. It's like Alfa Romeo have looked at the Camry, and they've said, we want everything this car is not. They've taken <laughs> a photo of it, taken the negative of that photo, and gone, this. This, this is what it's we're making. Like, you look at almost every Alfa Romeo ever built, and they're all shit boxes, but you want them. Yeah. <laughs> this is a- so the Camry, reliable, Alfa, Alfa Romeo, unreliable. Camry, spacious, Alfa, cramped. <laughs> Camry, sophisticated. Alfa, uh, a bit drunk. Can barely tie its own laces. Yeah. 
the 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 Camry. Uh, you, you you know it's going to start every single time. The, the Alpha. Fear. Fingers crossed. Fear. I've got my four-leaf clover. Yeah. I've got my St. Christopher. I've got my special lucky Is that charm. why the Alphas cut, have a four-leaf clover as their logo? That's why the hubcaps are horseshoes. <laughs> <laughs> we know it puts them off balance, <laughs> but it does improve their starting ratio. We've tested. Have you? Hey, I'm Morbino. <laughs> look at my chest. Hey, look, oh, let's, let's round off the Camry with me selling my... My Camry. Oh, the, the Camry the that I had, it. we actually brought Charlie home from the hospital in. Wow. It was that car. Well, that's a beautiful yeah. story. Yeah. So I um, I flogged it on Gumtree and... <laughs> <laughs> you can't hold on to these things. It was Coca-Cola red, if I remember correctly. It, it Correct. Yeah. Stylish. And, <laughs> and in the end, probably just as reliable as a Coke can. Oh, that's pretty reliable still. But no, the fellow who bought it uh, did that... Um, did that bit of a hard sell. And let me talk numbers, folks. I sold it for $1,300. Oh, it has a about, steal. It had about 250,000 Ks on it. Okay. And it was, so just run in. It was yeah. fine. Anyway, so he turned up. He caught the bus to come and uh, do a test drive. Yep. Turned up to my house. Uh, left me with his license. And I gave him the keys just to do a test drive around the place. Yep. He drove it around. He said, yes, I want to buy it. I'm in. And so I got out the, uh, you know, the bit of paper wrote names on it, and he brought out the cash. And yep. he brought out $1,000, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, $100 notes in my hand. And then, I uh, go, great. And then he gets out his wallet and gets out more cash. 1, 2, 3, 4, $50 notes. We're up to $1,200. He's nearly there. And my hand is still outstretched. The, the $1,000 notes are sitting in my palm along with the four $50 notes. I'm still looking at him. I'm looking at him. He looks at me. I look at him. He puts his wallet to one side. The wallet is empty by this stage. <laughs> he gets $50 out of his pocket and then puts it on there. And I smile. I keep looking. <laughs> he reaches <laughs> into his other pocket. This he continu- brings out his firstborn. This, conti- this continued. I will spare you the pockets and this puffing and the sighing. But finally, he, he, he made up the $1,300 in uh, dollar coins. Here you go. The car's all yours. The tank's empty. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Um, yeah, the, the dollar coins came with much puffing. He had, a, he had a, 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 not a new backpack with him that he was scraping <laughs> with his fingers in the bottom of. And by that stage, uh, uh, he definitely expected me to go, okay, that's fine. No. At any stage. Not a chance. No, no. Not, You're a not, student at this stage. You need all the oh, yeah. And, and by the way, did I mention I brought a baby home in this car? <laughs> no, I needed that. I needed that money. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just kind of wanted to see whether he would eventually go, that's all the fucking money I have. <laughs> Is there any loose change in my now car's ashtray? Can you call somebody? (laughs) Because he'd caught the bus. He wasn't going to storm off. That was his only only escape route. That was his way home with that car. And I I quite neatly kind of just cupped my hand so that the coins would sit in this nest of notes and just... That poor guy. And then he rang me the... um, He he rang me three weeks later to uh, tell me that the registration had expired. (laughs) <laughs> no. this, this was in the days of registration stickers where yeah. we the, the sticker we were standing next to and looking at while this was happening yeah wow <laughs> yeah. okay it was a fun sale uh, if that guy's listening I'm just sorry thanks about very that. much I'm glad you thanks, I'm glad yeah. that you were immortalised he's probably still story. got the car 
He would do. He's probably still there at the mechanic, it's kind a, of rattling in his shoe and pulling out a sock and going, how much is a fan belt? I mean, it's a Toyota, so it'll still be going. Yeah. You know, when I tell people from Europe how many kilometres the cars do over here, mm. they don't believe me. It's like 100,000 kilometres is... That's the limit. The car is gone at that point. Oh. The fact that we... Can is it because it's all little city driving? Is that the point? I, yeah, maybe. Or the, or the fact that they grit the roads in wintertime or the soul... Uh, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. The, yeah. The, they drive on the, the beach in summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The distances that we cover were just that unthinkable. Mm. Like, yeah. The, the distances we would drive... I remember... Uh, when I first moved back to Australia and the distances that I was driving between mum and dad's house and work were further than most people would drive in a... Like, they would definitely check the tyre pressure and oil before setting off for such a journey, but that was a daily commute. Yeah. 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 And people in Australia do that all the time. Every day. Like, a 90-minute drive isn't unusual around Australian cities. No. Yeah, particularly no. sort of sprawling kind of yeah. metropolises. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when you're in... Yeah. Especially when part of that drive is through the grind oh. of Adelaide. Yeah. Remember, like, hey, yeah. Look, I, 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 I did the grind through the um, through peak hour in the skyline. Had the music pumping and stuff. Yeah, and, But I've got a little... Um, Takes the edge off. I've got a little burster on my foot. It's quite painful to walk around on. And, oh, like, no. and pumping that thing on the, uh, on the clutch pedal to kind oh, of move forward. No. I will not admit that it's not an appropriate car <laughs> for driving in the city. I will not do that. But, yeah, my, my body was failing. Not the car. Not Did the you? car. Get yourself a Renault Clio. <laughs> <laughs> That's the takeaway message. 200K is all the way home. Yeah. Folks. Well, you know what? It's time. time for my catchphrase. I've had a great drive. I've had a great drive too. It's because we were always having great drives. Yeah. All right. Looks like you're up for one. It's time for the drive home. See you well, later. See you next time for the next drive. And uh, send us a little message. What's your favourite driving song? At just going for a drive. Thomas will again. maybe read them. We we read literally everything out that people send us. Sometimes it's once or twice a year <laughs> that we've read everything out. So do write in. We. We'd like to know someone's listening. (laughs) Yeah. And thanks, Dr. Dougie. (laughs) Bye. Bye.